This is episode 471 for July 2017, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas, and that song at the beginning is from the Spider-Man Homecoming original soundtrack, as directed by Michael Giacino, and it's a instrumental version of the 1960s Spider-Man theme, and you heard it over the, uh, the intro of the movie, where they had the Marvel logo, and it's just a very cool rendition of that classic song. So good job incorporating that into the movie. And uh, before we get to our review of Homecoming, I want to thank some people that are supporting us us each month on Patreon. So thank you to Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael, Federico, Michael R., and Daryl for helping pay the bills and the bandwidth costs that it takes to put out these podcasts each and every month. If you would like to support us through Patreon, log on to the front page at SpidermanCrawlspace.com. On the right-hand side, you'll see the Patreon button. And also, at the end of every uh, item that we post, at the very bottom of it, you'll see support this site via Patreon. All right, gang, you wanted to hear this one. It's a long one, but a good one. Let's listen to the review of Homecoming. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our movie review of Spider-Man Homecoming. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? Hello, I'm broadcasting here up from uh, Corfe, New York, if any of y'all know it. little place outside of Buffalo. And you have great Wi-Fi. You you sprung for the good Wi-Fi package in the hotel. (laughs) Yes, we got some connections, so we got the premium Wi-Fi. It's better than at my house, so. There you go. And we have George. What's going on, George? And we have uh, Mike. What's going on, Mike? Oh, I can do a little bit more enthusiastic. Yay! How's that? (laughs) (laughs) And we have the clone himself, Zach. Or is that that Zach Riley over there? Nice nice mask. Hey. Hey, everyone. (laughs) And we have... Two father and son on the line, George, uh, George, <laughs> George and Spencer. <laughs> I hope you're about you're not about to produce the, like an air that I never knew about or something. We, we have Jr. and Spencer. What's going on, fellas? Well, I uh, decided that instead of forcing the world to listen to a 53 year old man rant about a movie that was not aimed at him, uh, bring, would actually bring someone with me who the movie was aimed at, and. Wow. Uh, and to share his perspective with the world. So, Thanks for coming on, Spencer. Uh, no, yeah, no problem. And, and uh, 50, you say 53, JR? Yes. And Spencer, how old are you? Um, turning 16 in August. 16, okay. Oh. oh, my gosh. Spencer was six years old when we started this podcast, JR. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was merely 43. See, I was just a youngin'. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Okay. Uh, how about before we start, we go around the horn and give a grade, and then we'll break it down with pros and cons for uh, the Homecoming movie. We'll do the order I just did the intro. We've got Ashley. What would your grade be, Ashley? Started off, actually, as an A+. plus. Went down to an A- minus at the end. Okay. George, what's your grade? C-. minus. Mike? Uh, B- minus out of B-. Me. And Zach Riley? Uh, B plus. 
B plus and father and son, Jr. go ahead. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that boy? Oh, I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I was originally going to give it a C plus. Okay. But then I, I don't know. Then as I'll explain in my review, I guess maybe I was letting some other things gave it, get, uh, get in the way and I'm going to inch it up to a very marginal B minus. B minus. Spencer, what do you give it? Um, solid A. Solid A. Okay. And I, okay. the ever optimist, will give it an A minus. All right. Let's do I the knew pros. As soon as, as soon as I, I knew this was going to happen <laughs> with you and the, and the <laughs> Spencer and Ashley and I are in the pro, the high pro category. Ashley, what's, your, what's, what's one of your best pros out of it? What do My you like the most? Pros. Well, first, um, I decided to look at it through the lens of, you know, accepting it as a reimagining of Spider-Man, more like, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't the classic Spider-Man that we get from, you know, the Raimi films. It's not going to be the comics translated to the movie screen. So I accepted that. And um, this is just kind of them building their own canon within the MCU. So looking at it through that lens, I think everything, like all the different choices they made, everything worked really well for this new canon they're building. Um, I liked how those changes brought out new dynamics between the characters. Um, It's kind of breaking down just the kind of stereotypes that have become cliche at this point. Like, you know, I know people were upset. I was at first too about the different role that flash was going to be, but um, it's nice to break away from seeing the dumb jock and he's kind of, a different kind of bully now, but it brings out to a, a different dynamic to his relationship with Peter. He's jealous of him and feels threatened by him. So um, it, it's kind of like these same characters that we're used to, but with a little twist that kind of shows a different facet. So I thought that was actually done very well. They had a lot more freedom right. than the amazing Spider-Man movies. And it, it, mm. it, it shows it didn't, it didn't ever really feel forced to right. me. Mm-hmm. What's some uh, other pros, gang? Who would like to go next? Um, go. I would think I, I – oh, if you want to go ahead, Zach. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was go just going to say that out, out of the uh, – both Tom Holland and I think especially um, Michael Keaton were very good in this. Um, I kind of especially – I think in terms of Michael Keaton as the Adrian Toomes, I think he was like the one character who was like the most fully realized out of the entire – out of the entire bunch like because he actually had um, – legitimate like motive you know like he has a legitimate motivation he has like a like and all and also in terms as a villain you can kind of you definitely could understand like where someone's and whoever one of the six writers that were working on this script uh came up with the concept of that the vulture should be a scavenger like scavenging all the different remnants of like the old superhero battles and repurposing them for his own tech i thought that was a very good idea i thought Mm -hmm. oh that's Mm -hmm. yeah and Also, the, and also the twist. I mean, I'm not sure if we're going to get too much into spoilers until later or not. If they're but, watching the oh, show, they've this, probably this is, seen the movie by this, now. This so. is this is full on. Spoiler, this is right? full on spoiler. Yeah. We're, okay, we're talking Spider Man. Go out. Go ahead. The idea of I him, love it when they all died at the end. That was great. No. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> um, the idea that he is actually the father of Liz Allen. That was actually an interesting twist yeah. on the whole thing. I mean, granted, you're kind of wondering, wait, his last name is Tombs. There's is still Alan. They need to kind of explain that. But I thought that whole scene where Peter shows up for, yeah, at this the, house and the, also the opening of the door and, like, and the opening of the door and Keaton being there was very it, it surprised me and I yeah. did it really and well. You, and then you know, yeah. and then you know, oh gosh, this is going to be like the most awkward like 
yeah first date from hell basically the whole time and i thought that was like and it's like oh hey how you doing you know like and then of course the way he's figuring out to the voice and also i also like the part where they're in the car and then you can see the the green light of the traffic light on him like kind yeah. of shining that little like that was good the emphasis on yeah um and yeah so that whole thing i just kind of like that it, i just liked his care i just liked his character and the way that he kind of like way understood i also liked i thought tom holland did a good job but mm-hmm. when we get to cons out, there was a, there's there's one quibble I do have with his character with his this take on Peter Parker that I, we'll I get think to. Keaton's this. performance is universally a pro. I think George oh, yeah. also praised Keaton's performance was the strongest thing of the, of the entire damn film. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. was. I mean, it, it was I, the strongest really part. Like, of the movie. Uh, I mean, I, I like Jr. Uh, I can't uh, hear you. Get close to your mic. Oh, okay. Yeah, there I like are. Keaton as the vulture too, but I, I, I like the fact that he was a working class. Supervillain. Yeah, you know, I mean, he wasn't—he wasn't somebody who had designs on conquering the world, or you know, making the world appreciate his scientific genius, or something mm-hmm. like that. It was the guy was trying to make a living, and yeah. uh, his living was being ripped from him, and his means of supporting his family was being ripped from him, yeah. and uh, so he he did what he thought he had to do, and you know, and. Uh, God, God damn anyone who got in his way. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jared, do you and, think this is a better vulture than the one we've got in the books? Well, it depends on what kind of story you're trying to tell. The vulture, yeah. in the, the vulture in the comic books is an old man. I mean, is a it's an old man. I resemble that remark. <laughs> uh, you know, and if they'd wanted to play the the geriatric versus youth story, mm-hmm. then you know, yeah, they could have done that, but. Uh, I, I I was quite pleased with what we had, and uh, mm-hmm. I just wish there'd been another kind of uh, dad scene just to show him as just a normal, you know, yeah. dad. I, I wish there'd been one more of those. But uh, Rachel and my daughter in particular uh, lost it when uh, when uh, mm-hmm. Peter opened the door for the date and Michael Keaton was there. It was like yeah. it was uh, that was a uh, that, that was she remembered that scene pretty vividly. He he was easily the most sympathetic vulture that's ever been mm-hmm. depicted. Yeah. I, would I mean, because, oh, yeah. Him. I mean, he's he doing is, it for his family. I'm sorry, Ashley. He's like a blue collar villain. And I thought that was really um, something really fresh to see on the screen. Like Daryl was saying, he's not and the, also the evil scientist. That monologue. And also that monologue he gives, like at the end where he tells Peter's, like, you know, like he's telling Peter, like, hey, look, you know, this, these other Avengers guys and everything, they don't really look out for us. We're the guys that have to kind of clean up after, we literally clean up after them and everything like this. Mm-hmm. I thought that whole thing where, and even though, you know, where you really totally kind of see like the idea that he's just trying to take what, you know, trying to almost like reclaim what he feels like was been taken away from him. Like, you know, th- why do these guys, the Avenger guys have to be like the gods, if you will? Why can't we kind of ascend to their level? Why did they have to kind of keep us down here among the dregs kind of thing. This is his chance to basically and Spider-Man's a blue collar hero. I mean, he's, he's, oh, yeah. he, he has to pay his bills by taking pictures. Not in this film. He yeah. didn't do that, but uh blue collar yeah. hero versus blue collar villain. That's what I like. It's, it's yeah. Smart map. That's the other thing I like. I like kind of like that whole small town. Not really. It's not really small town because Queens is not really small, but that whole, like that whole montage where he's basically going through that whole, um, like, when he's after he's going through school and waiting for the clock to basically yes. go through, and then he's I'm, going through I, that whole this daily routine where it's like, oh yeah, here I am, basically, cool old ladies, and 
I love that. I love that. Yeah. I thought that that's one of my pros. I love that scene with Stan Lee yelling out the window Mm -hmm. and window. Yeah. It's like everyone's giving him a hard time with with the car, with the card thing. Um, Uh, uh, What was was some of your pros, boy? Yeah. Let's hear Spencer. What we got? Um, We'll go to Zach next. Sorry. uh, For Spider-Man, I think Tom Holland for live action is the best interpretation of Spider-Man. Like he got the nerdy, quirky, like dorky Peter Parker, right? And he got the um, quippy, like Spider-Man, all that, right? Uh, and they actually got teenagers right. Like, like and you have like Tony McGuire. It's like, oh, we're going to hire, we're going to have this bully who's a bodybuilder, 2017-year-old who is <laughs> playing like 2017-year-old. Yeah weird 27 year old play 17 year old and it's like no yeah and like the whole like cliche with like the jock picking on the bully is gone it's just in like he's not dumb he's just a kid who's in the group who is a prick for no reason and <laughs> just right yeah and, did, did, uh, you, did you think yeah. toby mcguire seemed old in the first spider-man movie when he was in high school spencer like, i heard like he like recently was like out, out of college like in real life when he was doing that but i didn't right. think he was like too old like i always imagine it's like oh he's just like one of those guys who just looks old for some reason jr did you look old in high school <laughs> uh, <laughs> i still can't grow a beard uh, so, uh, um the, I, also, we in when we reviewed the amazing films, we talked about how Garfield looked a little too old in high school too. I mean, this kid looks like he's a high schooler. Yeah, and you can feel it too. You know? Like at times, like that's kind of like, especially where you get the idea, the way he's kind of handling certain things, like the, um, you know, like especially and as a as a kid who looks as a high school kid, I actually did like the idea that, you know, here he is, he's trying to basically be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And that he feels like as all as most kids do. I'm sure Spencer can attest to that too. Like he wants to, be kind of, you know, yeah, want to be treated like a man, like an adult, like a serious adult, essentially. So, but yeah, he, I yeah, thought, I feel like hey, he's got a good point. Go, like he's got a good argument going for him. Like he, like he said, he can stop a bus with his bare hands. He's mm-hmm. got, he's got, you know, the the power to back it up, and but he just lacks the experience. So it, it, it's, it's, it's like a baseball. Conflict. It's like a baseball player. Basically, he's basically gets drafted into the major leagues for one day, mm-hmm. and then he's like, gets sent down to the to the to the minors. And especially, he's even given the "Don't call us, we'll call you" speech. And yeah. of course, with everyone who's ever experienced that, we you know, like, yeah, we know that's never going to happen, you know, because so mm-hmm. yeah. So there, I could, I totally understood, bought the whole like frustration there. Like he's like, I just want right. to be like, hey. I'm a man, ain't it? You know, especially with that interrogation scene thing. So, <laughs> I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so the pro, pros we've listed: we've Keaton, we've listed uh, uh, Holland. Looks like a, a teenager, like a fifteen-year-old. Uh, the opening of the door, mm-hmm. Keaton scene. Um, what Zach? Let's hear some more yeah. pros out of you. Um, I felt they got the Parker luck right. Um, you are you are wearing that mask, funky dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, your secret identities. Ben Riley has a beard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I have to take it off because, like, it was getting a little constrictive. Um, but I, I will say this: I felt like they got the the Parker look right. They they mm-hmm. to me like the whole scene with the car. Um, mm-hmm. 
the 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 party scene was something straight out of uh, of ASM uh, seventeen, where you know Peter's going to show up as Spider Man at the party because he knows Spider Man. Um, oh god! Um, no, I was, yeah. I was cringing the whole time. I'm like, don't do it! Don't do it! Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's something so, a teenager would do. Show uh-huh. up in their there was a believable there's a believability with yeah. this entire cast. They they did cast young. Now I have complaints about certain cast members, mm-hmm. and certain decisions that were made, but I, I really felt like I, I really felt like that the age of the of the cast was appropriate. Uh, everybody uh, played their roles. Uh, look, I felt like they got the spirit of Flash right, despite the fact he's not a physical bully. Like yeah. when you when you look at Flash in the original Ditko comics, yes, they had two confrontations, which was when they boxed and then in uh, ASM 25. But for the most part, they weren't getting physical. Now, some other stuff later on kind of retconned a little bit of that, but there was a lot of just sniping back and forth <laughs> between Peter and Flash. So I felt like mm. they got that right with Flash, despite the fact that I would have liked to have somebody more physically imposing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Other yeah, pro yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Is also kind of, kind of a con, and that is... <clears throat> I liked the the banter between the AI and Peter, but I disliked the fact that the AI existed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I would. I would agree with that. It was well I done. Yeah. But so, so you're so you're rationalizing it and glossing it over and sweeping it under the rug. No, I I have complaints yeah, about. I the mean, AI yeah, that's so, what you're doing. But, you're like, I hated this, but I, but I also liked it. All right, we're gonna. I, I see how this is gonna go tonight. All right, well, yeah, right. There's, there's, there's gonna be a lot of that because a lot of that's happening. Um, I, I, a pro, um, I have to confess, uh, I like hot Aunt May. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I just like the way that I, I like the I like the way that Peter just was creeped out when anyone said she was attractive. Yeah, you know, it just it a good out. running gag. Yeah, I mean. Well, I, I, I don't know if it's well. I was about to say. I mean, I don't know if anybody in the room can relate to that. Like, you know, if someone like says, you know, makes comments about their sibling being attractive or something like that. I mean, (laughs) but but no, I I like Todd at me. The I I I don't really care for them referencing her as hot because that's not. Show me an issue where Aunt May is referenced as being it's hot. Kind of the, trouble, it's kind of an obvious way to go. Trouble, trouble, trouble. There you go. Well, the, the, yeah. here's here's the problem with Aunt May. Yeah. Uh, Marissa Tomei originally, and, and Marissa Tomei is an Academy uh, nominated actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought she won the Academy Award for, yeah, she, uh, I think for uh, My Cousin Vinny. Did she not? Did she? I, yeah. I think, I think she did. She was like okay. one of the youngest. I think she her, won that. Her instinct to, uh, uh, as a veteran actress was to play the part middle-aged. Mm-hmm. Was to play Aunt May like a middle-aged Aunt Marvel, and Sony said no, ostensibly so they could have every like male character talk about how hot she was, <laughs> yeah, and make her a freaking yeah. object. That mm-hmm. bugged me. Yeah, that bugged the yeah. shit out of me, and I wanted to yeah. slug Kevin mm-hmm. Feige for it. Mm. Yeah, uh, because, I, I, I kind of think that that was she, a little bit. It was, was an obvious she, route to go with her. She was given so yeah. little to do outside of looking hot and teaching Peter how to dance and getting worried about <laughs> Peter at one point. Literally, that was the extent of it because we wasted so much goddamn time on other people. The mm-hmm. the pros out of me on the Aunt May, as far as Aunt May is going, I liked that she was the scenes where she was motherly, which was mm-hmm. the tying of the tie, teaching the boy how to dance, yeah. taking him, him, dr- him, driving taking him, him around. to the party, 
driving them to the yeah. party, being the cool uh, mom, having fun at dinner, saying I I, I love you or whatever that, that my love I I love yeah. you. I just thought that was cute, and that was Aunt May. It was loving. It was being a parent, and that is it, as, is it important that Aunt May does Aunt May things and and to you, Brad? <laughs> yes. It's important that Aunt May <laughs> do things that are consistent with Aunt May. Hang on, hang on. It's consistent for you that Aunt May does things that are consistent and in character for Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So, so that's why you loved her yelling the f bomb at the end. Yeah, because that's such an <laughs> that's such an Aunt May thing to do. Because I know that you love that. I loved the f bomb. Yes, I did. I I like the f bomb. <laughs> okay, here here's me rationalizing, George. I'm going to go ahead and do it. So that could <laughs> You've be been doing it all night. <laughs> <laughs> nothing new uh, so so it could easily be what the freaking hell is this yeah yeah this okay. is easily yeah okay but i, I will my, i will my, say way, this. my brain wheel of fortune didn't put freak in it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it, did say, he didn't say freaking <laughs> uh i i will say this Aunt May, this version of Aunt May already, and I loved Rosemary Harris in the first mm-hmm. in the in the Raimi films. Mm-hmm. This Aunt May is already superior to the all the other Aunt Mays simply because she knows that she's <laughs> part of fire, 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 man. Yeah. Oh, you are high on crack cocaine. Okay. Now, go ahead, Zach. I've been, <laughs> I've been accused of hating Aunt May, and and it, and that is absolutely true. I'm not a huge Aunt May fan. <laughs> I will tell you right now. I have never been a huge Aunt May fan. When I started reading Spider-Man, the old bat, the old bat was dead. Okay, when I started reading Spider-Man, that's when that's she's dead. She's gone. She's out of the book. Then they bring her back for reasons because they don't want to bring back Baby May. And then we get the whole asinine reboot with Howard Mackey and, and John Byrne. The only time that Aunt May was legitimately interesting was when she knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Am I wrong? I, I, I got a point. Yeah, I, I, I liked Aunt May there. knowing. Yes, yeah. It's, it's got got, a that's that's a pro for me. Seeing on film, her knowing in that relationship, because we've never seen that. What what would you think of Rosemary Harris knowing in the in the? I think she actually did. She know. already knew anyway. Yeah, she already yeah. knew by. It was pretty clear. Number two, clear number two that she knew. Yeah. Rosemary it Harris. Yeah. Sally, oh, yeah. Field, Sally Field, I thought knew. No, I didn't no, it was. It, it, if you actually listen to what she's saying in the way that she's saying it, it was clear that she knew. Yeah, it's talking about the of episode when, when, when Peter. Is she uh, talking about the yard sale when she's moving with the little boy? Yeah, yes, that's. that's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah okay. it's pretty clear she knew. That was in the third movie, right? No, that was second. That was in the second. Now the there, third movie. There's a hero in hold of us. <laughs> that's another plus about the about this film. Is that it? Well, my, was it the other plus about this film? Is it didn't just diverge off into eight or nine different subplots like Spider Man Three or Amazing Spider Man Two did. It actually yeah, kind of kept no, it, it, a concise it, story going going along here. So and, and dare that I say, least, and dare I say, they finally got you know establishing multiple villains in a film without beating you over the head with it. The villains were the best part of the yeah. entire film. Yeah, they were the most um, interesting part of the movie. I, th- mm-hmm. That's that's a definite pro. The villains were very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say I really liked um, uh, Vulture, like accidentally becoming a super vi- or a super villain. There, like oh, you know, I oh, used the, actually, I thought when, that when was the anti grav gun. gun. Yeah, yeah. That, that was basically disintegrates that guy, and he's like, oh, Acc- well, accidentally. 
By the by the way, uh, I know that I know that uh, George is going to hate this on principle, but one of the shockers was Montana, and the other was Herman. I yeah, noticed that, right. yeah. and the, yeah. and they both wore the same uh, costume. Like the one guy wore it until he got blown up, and then uh, once he died, the other oh. guy started wearing the same colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, is that like from the way is that, handled, that they were all? I like the way the multiple villains were handled organically. You know, you're always mm-hmm. worried that you know when there's multiple villains, you have to ha- tell each villain's individual origin, origin story. Yeah. No, but here it was perfectly organic. They were already all working together, mm-hmm. and really, there's a, a logical reason now for why a lot of these losers have high have have high tech weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I mean, it's been you know this alien tech that's been stolen and. Uh, the vulture's been uh, so you know when somebody shows up in another movie or whatever having this this crazy tech. I mean, you know, it'll probably have come from this group. Yep. I also like how they like set up villains for like future movies. Like we didn't beat you over to hell with it. Wait, like Amazing <laughs> Spider Man two. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. He's like, hey, we're going to do this. It's like, no, they like hand you. It's yeah. like, oh, that's Matt Gargan. It's like, oh, yeah, I like yeah. He shows up for like a couple scenes. Has, has a little like, scorpion on his neck. Yeah, I get Especially, um, it got me really excited to see that to see Victor as a recurring villain. So, I mean, who knows what he'll be now, you know, as far as just, just kind of a complicated thing is since, you know, Spider-Man saved him at the end. There, he could it easily be, be the difficult main... to see him come back as a villain, but he's got the presence for it, yeah. He could mm-hmm. easily be the one of the main bads in the next one. I mean, that would look cool. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And we've never had a Scorpion mm-hmm. I mean, film. Yeah, the fact is, uh, Tinkerer is still out there, isn't he? Yes. I think he yep. is, yeah. Phineas, yeah. look, as long as Phineas is out there, that, that he can easily what about create Scorpion. <laughs> I wonder if they'll try well, and bring Tinkerer back in for the standalone black cat movie. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's no standalone black cat movie. There's no, there is no standalone black cat. Movie. It's, it's, it's a team up. There's movie. a silver sable black. It's a, it's, cat it's a Titanic team up buddy movie. It's like Thelma and Louise, but with Spider. I, I wonder if they'll harvest uh, Tinkerer from this movie and use him for uh, the other Sony universe. Spider-Man universe. Thelma and Louise, uh, uh, Sable, and Felicia. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Not my Felicia. Um, um, Let's see. Other pros. Let's see. What else? Okay, go ahead. Um, I liked all the different settings that we got. This movie traveled to a good few places. It wasn't completely... Like, I, I kind of missed it being restricted to New York, like the Raimi films were. But there is um, each new area brought unique challenges. Like the vault, he had to figure out. Okay, you know, I can't just um, use here. He had to use the. I, I love this scene, the TI EI eighty four anymore. But you know, the calculator that was a little nostalgic mm-hmm. for me. Um, but seeing him bust <laughs> out of there, um, nerd. Me. <laughs> um, but then, uh. At the Washington Monument, like having to deal with like, oh, I've never been this high up before, and like that he kind of cool. had to figure that out too. Um, that was actually a really good set piece. That whole Washington I, Monument yeah. thing, the elevator wrong. thing. Um, we got yeah. the, the kind of ocean environment with the ferry, and then the aerial battle with the plane. Like they're all really mm-hmm. unique settings that each had mm-hmm. its own challenges. That you really got to see um, the, the a, a lot of different pieces of uh, spider-man's skill set and how he would operate in different environments under different stresses and um so that was really neat we got to see him doing a lot of different things and uh speaking of just like as far as like the fighting and everything go ahead 
I was just going to say one little, little, little detail that I kind of liked. We actually get to see him not only make his own web fluid for once. Yeah. <laughs> but he's actually changing the cartridges. I thought that was like a nice little, like, little, little, yeah, the detail thing, which is like, and how he was uh, scoring it under the lockers. I liked that a lot. That, yep. that made sense to make the, the web shooters uh, in chemistry class, etc. I thought that was clever. Yep. I mm-hmm. thought that was very. He clever. didn't make the web shooters in chemistry class. I'm, I'm sorry, the web fluid, the web fluid, the web fluid. Yeah. Um, I like to just like the choreography was fantastic. Like just the, the way he moved, the look and feel of how he fought was I think the mm-hmm. best we've gotten out of the movie so far. Mm-hmm. Some of the pros that I have that we have, uh, were actually, were you done for a sec? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay. One of the pros I had that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, we've never seen it on film, the split face spider mask and the Peter Parker face. You mean, the ASM, you mean the ASM 33 kind of that whole That whole scene I liked. We've never that seen was, the, the lifting was, of the stuff. We've never seen a split face. Uh, yeah. I, that have, was all, I have some cons of that scene that I think would have, I actually – that is almost a perfect yeah. scene, but there is one – that actually goes into a major con I do have with this film. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm sure you probably can guess what already it is. So I, I think so too. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, what else? I, I just had it. The lifting scene, the split face. Uh, what else haven't we mentioned? Um, the Captain oh, America oh. PSAs. Those are the only. Oh fun yeah. Part of the movie. Those <laughs> are, literally, I'm not lying to you. Yeah. That was the only time I laughed in the entire movie. Was mm-hmm. during the uh, Captain America mm-hmm. PSA during detention when he said. Your body's going through a lot of changes. I I died. Yeah. I didn't laugh one damn time the entire time. Not before that, not after that, not once. But that that moment floored me. (laughs) Hey, Vincent, were those, um, I I, I don't remember, were those what got the uh, largest largest. laughs in the theater? Yeah. Was the Captain America PSAs? Especially the one after the credits when we're all waiting and they just shows up talking to us about patience and like, because I heard Jack was telling me, oh, yeah, Brad says this is like the best and post credit scene ever. You know, I'm like, oh, this must be like really important. I really got to stay and watch this. So we're sitting there and sitting there waiting till the yeah. end. And that's what we get. I'm like, thanks, Brad. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I said it was the best ever. Brad, Brad I, here's I mean, the thing. That's just you translated by Jack. So I, oh, okay. actually, when, when uh, after the last scene with uh, Keaton and, and Matt Gargan in prison, Mm-hmm. I left immediately. I was like, I don't even care if there's post-credit scenes in here. I want to be home. Oh, I'm, I'm so tired of this damn thing. I'm out. Wow. And I left. And so Brad said, oh, you didn't see the cap PSA at the end. And I said, no, mm-hmm. because I left because I was, you know, frankly disgusted mm-hmm. by everything. And, uh, <laughs> and so Brad sent me somebody, somebody videotaped it with their camera and put it on YouTube. And so I watched it last mm-hmm. night and it was Captain America. And I watched him coming out and the talking patience. about patience and everything. Yeah. And then basically nothing else. And then I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't stay around to get trolled by Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. glad I didn't stay through an entire thing of credits to get trolled with absolutely nothing. And if I had been, I'd been pretty, I'd been pretty damn mad at Marvel about it. Mm-hmm. You just said that you liked the Captain America PSAs. You, the, the PSA during detention. I was very specific. Oh, okay. I said detention. Yeah. Well, I know your body's going through a lot of changes, and I yeah. died laughing, and that was the only okay. time. That was uh, it. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> There's Zach holding up his 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 uh, Winter Soldier. Captain no, America not his Winter Soldier. Soldier. His cap. Um, the one, one thing that we haven't mentioned, uh, for a pro before we go to the YouTubers about what they like the most, uh, I think Spider-Man works best 
when his personal life and his superhero life collide. And that was mm-hmm. very evident throughout this as opposed yeah. to, I'm going to impress the girl at the party. Oh, wait, I've got some guys shooting some guns over in the park. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, my, my friends are going to DC, but I need to go to DC to find the secret layer or whatever. And mm-hmm. it, it, I like the, I've always liked, and that's one of the best things about Spider-Man where I the think two worlds too, collide. Um, they, the way they did that was really well. They didn't mm-hmm. beat you over the head with it. There wasn't any moment where like, oh, this is where he feels bad. Yeah, like, this is the time where well, except the part bad. where he was crying like a like a little child underneath the rubble. I mean, aside, well, I, I mean, like how in the like in the Sam Raimi movies, it'd be a little too much where it's like, oh, he's supposed to feel bad at like he, the guilt trip scene, you know, mm-hmm. or oh, this dude yeah. did this to himself. How horrible! It's all his fault. You don't. We didn't get the guilt tripping. So yeah. I was relieved. Like you, you just kind of, it, it felt very fluid. How can I forget the web wings? We had web pits in this <laughs> this movie. We've never had web pits. How can I forget that? Love the, even though they were spoiled in the trailer. But what, what yeah. Ashley? I'm used to excellent we, effect too. I like the flip he did over the helicopter. Yeah, that was awesome. We also had spider tracers too. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first spider tracer. That was cool. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Crawled up the leg. Yeah. That was neat. That was very neat. Oh, I do have to say too. It's not. I know it's more the mm-hmm. Iron Man part of the movie, but the little shipper in me was really happy to see Tony the that they're having the Tony Stark proposed Propose. to Pepper Potts. Thank God yeah. we could get a an Iron Man subplot finally. You know, moving <laughs> Let me have my shit. Spider Man film. Let me have my shit. Yeah. Before we, really before we move on, it. what? Reminded that uh, Spidey's in the suburbs, and oh, I, I would have thought oh, that yeah. would have been Brad's. I, oh, I thought it, Brad Doug watching yeah. those scenes. I I can't believe I didn't mention that the the commuter oh, yeah. coming of the commuter that was straight right. up Peter David's yeah. story, where mm-hmm. he can't swing from anything. There's no buildings. He has to leap from rooftop yep. to rooftop. Oh, yeah. I was like, the air was uh, that that actually got yeah. a laugh in the theater for me. And that's um, straight up out of the mm-hmm. books. That's straight up out of the yeah. books. Well, that's also yep. making fun of a bit of the Raimi film. Sometimes, like Peter would like ju- like shoot a web to nothing, and there wouldn't be anything really to stick to. <laughs> so that was, I think, that was actually a reference to, to the Raimi films when they would used to do that uh, when he was just shooting shooting the webs to nowhere. But um, yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed a, a little bit of the fact that it was a little more grounded. Um, and don't get me wrong, I love when we see Spider-Man soaring through the air during the Raimi and, and, and the even the Andrew, uh, the web films did this to great effect. Um, I think that, that this was one of uh, the most grounded somewhat Spider-Man movies in terms of, of just how, how Spider-Man behaved. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. All right, let's go to the YouTube cha- uh, live viewers that are watching us right now. Let's hear some pros out of you. What are, I'm going to write, what are your pros, gang? I think we got one already from uh, Charizard. Oh, says oh. Uh, he likes the sense of realism, how uh, Peter's just scratching the surface of being a superhero. He's uh, it's very raw. Also, how he improvises when he's around the, uh, oh, I lost it. No, come back. When Spidey wasn't cool. around tall buildings, very funny running through the golf yeah. course. Yeah, that was good. Let's see. Pros at a 227060. That's a great handle, dude. <laughs> uh, 
pro is the action, he says, uh, or her. Mm-hmm. Keaton, uh, funny. Performances were all strong. Every Captain America scene was amazing. Hornacek, Holland, disguising his spider voice around Liz. Oh, the uh, intimidation oh, scene where he had a low voice. Oh, my that was, God. Don, that was, Donald Glover was really great. Donald Glover was good. I thought he was fine. Too bad he wasn't playing a Hobie, though. Uh, Holland Washington Monument, ASM 33, the exchange with Donald Glover, Caps PSA, Spidey running out of building to build. A building to swing from, so he. Oh, you guys are chatting so much. Uh, Peter Parker, okay, fellow, the New Yorker. Let's yeah, see. the scene in the little deli—that was really nice. It's kind of that um, yeah. grounding, you know, like you got the feeling like he lives here. And uh, comment if this it. be my destiny mm. rubble scene. Pro uh, uh, Ivan, Ivan the Parker Luck, Pete having to choose whether to hang out with his friends or being a hero. Michael Reed loves Spider-Man arguing with the apartment people because he was trying to stop a carjacking. Uh, let's see. That was... Yeah. I think that's pretty much the pros. Any, any other pros, YouTubers, that we have not talked about? Holland and Keaton. ASM 267, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hornacek, uh, I have a pro that was not mentioned. Go ahead, Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... The homemade suit was awesome. Seeing the hoodie on screen, I know George is going to hate that. But also, um, actually, by the time it came around, I really didn't care. I was just not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the and the second and and the suit at the end that Tony showed. Um, oh, Peter up. Ben Riley meets the classic suit smashed together. I had a big giant grin on my face, and no I loved it. I, but there was no Ben Riley, obviously. I, I would have done without the gold accents. Yeah, Zach, Zach, I absolutely hated that suit. I, I when, it, when mm. if they were going for that, I'm supposed to love that suit. Mm-hmm. I hated it. It looked ugly, I, ugly. I think it's the gold accents for me, though. I don't know, it's, uh, man. It's the tap, by the way. Yeah. There, there's He's a poll that's, post, that's posted something a couple of times. I think it's worth mentioning. Oh, go ahead. A little, uh, a little Easter egg that I didn't realize until I started, you know, reading them online. Uh, the principal uh, at Peter's High School uh, is uh, the grandson of one of the Howling Commandos. Yeah, same actor. Yeah, same actor played yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's played by the yep. same actor. Um, and one yep. reason, so I wanted to mention that. But one reason I liked that scene was because it harkened back to one one of the things I absolutely hated about uh, Dan Slott's, um Oh, what the hell was that? Many of his called um, with Alpha. With, you know the the Clash one. Learning where, to crawl. Uh, learning to crawl. Learning to crawl. Learning to crawl. This, this learning to crawl. Said, yeah, this principal said, "Peter, you're a good kid. All right. Basically, you know, go up and don't screw up again. Yeah. You know, like 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 somebody genuinely would. You know, mm-hmm. unlike this counselor who said, "Ah, he's bad. The boy's no good. He, you know, yeah. You know, something really stupid. But that's kind of what that reminded me. I like of. what Werewolf, uh, yeah. Where X Wolf said it's called uh, Iron Man Four homeschooling. Holly. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, Holy Hamels, uh, reposting for my pros before he asked, Holland, Keaton, Cap, PSA's great subtle, subtle continuity with the principal being the grandson. That's what you just read, Jared. Lee, pro when the building fell on Peter and he was crying. I think it's a realistic reaction from a 15-year-old mm-hmm. and realizing he's the only one that can help himself. Uh, and he matches all the crying he did when he was uh, when, during the Lee Ditko years. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's realistic for a 15-year-old to cry. And thinking they're going to die, George. Bet you're how, really much, how much? Why don't, why don't we ask the 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've never been in that situation, but I would say if I was, I would probably be crying too. So, yeah. yeah. Would, George, wouldn't you be crying at, under some rubble? I was attacked by a cougar in elementary school. And I didn't. No, that's a true story. A cougar can mean two different things. No, 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 no. Oh, you're attacked by an older woman. It was an actual cougar, but it was through bars. And it, snagged, and it snagged my sweater and was pulling me into the to the cage. This is at an exotic breeding ranch in Fredericksburg, Texas. And this happened when I was a child. Wow. You know, and, uh, and nowadays I was, you wouldn't mind me getting hit, hit on by a cougar. Yeah, yeah, I would like to be clawed by a cougar now. But the, uh, <laughs> but the thing was, was that back then I was too scared to actually do anything. So I couldn't cry because I was terrified. <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't really. Well, cry. Peter yeah. was pin- pinned. Of course he's going to. Uh, he's pinned under that thing. Of course he's going to be emotional and cry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't. You don't think the hero should cry? There's a lot of balling in there, dude. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He was balling like you know, like a fountain. And but for me, I was. This is this is more of a con, really. And and by the way, we should move. We should move into that now, since we've already talked mm-hmm. about everything else for a long time. Um, yeah. Well, before but, we uh, get to the cons, I got a couple more YouTubers that have oh, pros. Love a guy. Never mind. Uh, never mind. I, I finished my thought. Another episode. But, no, no. Oh, go ahead. You can finish your thought, though. Is it? No, I thought you. No, I thought you were wanting to move into comments. Let's, let's keep doing this. Okay. <laughs> well, Bernardo, I wanted to say George is freaking hardcore. Is his comment that I thought you would like? Uh, George is a badass Texan. Kill, killed a cougar who is just a number. I didn't kill the cougar. I was, I was lucky to get away from the cougar because I was a child. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, Somebody was, actually had to come up and grab me from behind and pull me down to the side to get me away from the cougar. So, Hornacek says there was less crying in this film than the other Spider-Man films. That's I didn't true. like it when Toby that's, cried that's either. A true by statement. the way, that is a true that's statement. statement. Well, that is cried true. a lot more than right. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like it when Toby cried either. Uh let's okay. see here. Uh, okay. All right. Well, let's move on to the cons. And George, you start off. Go ahead. I thought we had some more pros, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, for me, and I had to listen to all this. Oh, Holland was great as Peter. All this crap. Um, <laughs> and not, not, I like Holland. Don't get me wrong. I think Holland is fine. Mm-hmm. I think Holland does what Holland is told to do. But the script and the director apparently wanted him to be an annoying little hummingbird that needed Adderall <laughs> so badly for the first three fourths of the film. He was everything. Uh, he was like every negative attention stereotype for a teenager you could come up with. That that is a new expression, an annoying little hummingbird. I haven't heard that. Before. <laughs> I couldn't. I mean, he, you forgot the Adderall part. Goes goes from, goes from one, you know, goes from one thought to the. I mean, just like lightning. There's there's mm-hmm. no inner monologue. Just everything out of his mouth. I mean, just can't can't sit still. And it was annoying. I was like, oh my god, stop! You're wearing me out. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so by the time he got around to crying i was like oh fuck, really i was like archie bunker i was like oh geez uh what yeah well, <laughs> you are archie archie bunker for this show i mean that's I, remember, yeah. I remember when that actually happened and the reasons why he got up and kept fighting and it was yeah. so aunt may it was mainly it was because of aunt may right but he was like i can't quit aunt may needs me i gotta keep going and everything but he wasn't bawling his head off mm-hmm you know, he was like, oh, I just got to get this done. I just got to, I just got to, you know, gather my stones and, and see it through. This was like, oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> and I was like, oh, for really? God yeah. almighty. It was, to me, the I was sitting there thinking, you know what? It's okay. Just sit tight. Iron Man will come get you. 
<laughs> well, that see, okay, okay, see, here's the thing: the crying part did not ruin it. I mean, the scene otherwise, the scene was actually good. What ruined that moment for me was you're going to say what I'm thinking. Tony, Go ahead. You're, here's Tony Stark's voice in his head from that early in the film, like about the suit. I'm like, that should have been Uncle Ben. Yes, I mean, they should, I mean, I know, there's, your, there's your opportunity yes. to cast an Uncle Ben and use that. Effort. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yes. I mean, I know people have been saying like, "Oh, thank goodness we didn't get the origin story," and I agree with that. But here's the problem with this entire with with the getting rid of Uncle Ben. We understand who and what what his goals are. We don't understand why he does what he does in this movie. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to say, "Oh, but he's it's because his Uncle Ben died." Well, here's the thing, and I Not really remember, movie. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I remember, remember this reading movie. some review. Yeah, I remember reading some review basically saying, well, if you want to find out, just go watch the other films. Like, no, 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 no. That's not the same guy, dude. Yeah. No, it's not the same guy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's this is not the, this is not the, this is not the Sam Raimi fil- films. This is not the Andrew Garfield. This is not the um, uh this Mark Webb films and definitely not the comics. You need to establish what his motivation is. Hmm. You could have done that with some kind of a flashback or something involving Uncle Ben like right. maybe you could have said something corny about thing and then you can flash back to that part in the where he's trapped in the rubble where he remembers those words that it becomes more poignant and that's what gives him the strength to lift up that stuff. You don't put Tony freaking Stark as oh like that motivation. I mean, I thought Mike, Mike, that's literally his motivation to the entire film. I have, I have to make. I know. I have to, Senpai must notice me. Tony Stark must yeah. notice me, and I must be an Avenger. That's his yeah, motivation well, to, well, to, to do everything he's doing in this movie. Well, that's what I would agree. With, I would agree with that. That's there's not even a mention of Uncle Ben. Yeah, we don't need a rehashing of the origin. There's just no mention of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, what's, yeah. what's even more frustrating is because remember when there's a scene where he, where Peter and Ned are like talking, and then they even mention like Ned's going like, "Oh, you were bitten by a spider and got your powers that way. That must have really hurt." Blah 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 blah. It's like, oh, so you're mentioning part of the origin, but you're not mentioning this other stuff about the most crucial aspect about Uncle right. Ben. Oh yeah, your uncle Counter, died. Kind of sad. Counter I, the, think that, uh, I, I was I was thinking a per, that perfect moment where he was yeah, under um, the rubble, where mm-hmm. we put like Mike said, you could have mentioned Uncle Ben. I thought even a flashback of Marissa Tomei yes. and another actor, a male actor. Who do you guys think would make a good actor? Opposite we didn't Marissa even need Tomei. that much. We just needed Uncle Ben's name said at some point so that we yeah. knew at some at some point Uncle Ben died. Mm-hmm. We needed something mm-hmm. to associate that. We needed to see that Peter felt some kind of guilt the, about that. The only scene we that, needed that at ben, least. the only scene that Uncle Ben is even alluded to is when he's talking to Ned and he says, "I don't want to put May through something she's already been through so much." So but that that was an allusion to him. But it doesn't say that yeah, was, illusion, but it doesn't actually yeah. explain I think what that was is. To, was, I, I think Marvel was trying to treat the audience. Here, let me put Zach up on full screen. Uh, the, <laughs> uh, you don't, uh, don't, don't feel like you have to. <laughs> it's really it's fine. So so um, <laughs> with I think the audience was uh, I think they were trying to treat the audience with respect because I think everybody understands in a scene because they did the origin twice. Oh, and I it get was that. A, I get that from that standpoint, but I it, a great power, great responsibility. Even if Peter says it, would have been nice. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, also but understand, again, I understand I also that they're trying to. Why does it look like there's old lady clothes hanging in Zach's closet? Yeah, yeah there's like old lady clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's, it's, JR, it's, it's like he's giving out his criminal list of demands. But at the same time, you see his mom's laundry. 
my grandfather's robe. That's what this is. Uh, let's go through the whole closet. Yeah, bring him out. Bring him out. Is there any clothes in there? Oh my gosh! I just saw Zach's. Bo- you knocked the lamp over. <laughs> See, it looks like he's threatening. Like he's making demands. Like he's demanding a million dollars, or he's gonna he's gonna kill the jacket. That's already. Yeah. Looks like you're gonna rob a bank, dude. <laughs> damn. Somebody said Zach needs to wear a hoodie, so I'm like, okay, I'll look. No, the YouTubers are saying Zach, Holy Hamill says Zach looks like the Unabomber doing cosplay. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to all of our Patreon members. <laughs> Here we go. They're not quite. They're not quite aviators, but these. Let's are waste guys. more time with this. Uh, what do we do? <laughs> I, I I agree. The um, we can stretch this out for at least twenty minutes. Uh, Let's keep Horn, going. Hornacek, oh. I agree. I I feel bad for anybody just listening to the audio. Please go to the YouTube channel and watch this video. <laughs> oh yeah. man, that was um, funny. Oh, but yeah, but oh. no, but I understand what Zach is saying about you. What that that they are giving the audience the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, you still need to establish character motivation, and yes. I don't think he had, that Peter Parker didn't have that. Well, I think that was totally I, lacking in this. George, well, George hit on, and I agree. He, his motivation was to get into the Avengers. It wasn't no, that, to avenge that's, that's Ben. That's his goal. But it's not his motive. I wouldn't argue that's not really a motivation. That's more like who he want, where and he we, wants. We kind of skipped it. why he wants to be a superhero. That's the why well, big. I, I was curious what, what people thought. What male actor would be good in a visual of that scene? We that didn't would need play one. We didn't need one. Sean Bean. I think who? we decided it in the chat. It's Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. <laughs> when Ashley <laughs> says we decided, she means I said it in chat. <laughs> Jared, what did you say? You died in every movie, right? Ashley? I said Joe Pesci. Yeah. Sean Bean is perfect. Joe, Joe Pesci as Uncle Ben. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, the the f bomb would be a lot more than just one if he was. <laughs> there was no time to even um, have a little flashback sequence where we see him because that would have taken precious time away from Tony Stark. Uh, darn, <laughs> we could have that. I will say, um, um, while we're talking about the character's motivation, that was one of my big cons with it as well. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it, I, I like this movie, but it doesn't really work on its own. It couldn't really, mm-hmm. um, it can't work as a self-contained standalone movie because the character's motivation was stated in Civil War. Remember when he's talking to Tony and he says, well, you know, yeah. it, the variation so another of yeah, so exactly. Another- and yeah. um, the, my favorite thing about Spider-Man is just yeah. his indomitable desire to do the right thing. And we see him mm. kind of going through that. And, like It's mentioned at the end, you know, Tony says, oh, you did the right thing. But we never see him understanding, like, why is he doing the right thing? What's his motivation to yeah. do the right thing? What is his drive? Mm. Like, what's he getting out of this? Where is a... Like, like as George said, there's no real inner monologue. He's just kind of going from one place to the other. So that was um that was really lacking, and that is ultimately why the end, I believe, had no punch. The end was just completely yeah. had the wind taken out of it. And while it was um a great set, there wasn't that emotional uh, buildup where you feel like you know this is what is at stake for him. Mm-hmm. And there were no stakes, and so that's because there was no motivation, and we didn't have any understanding of that. By the where, way, X Wolf says Toby Maguire should have been Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was actually thinking that. Actually, oh, Spencer, funny. did you think hilarious. that too? Oh no, yeah, I thought that too. Be, yeah, cool. I thought that would have been hilarious if they did that. But um, yeah. by the way, my other big, my other con, um, also going back to character, and it's something um, 
I kind of basically, we kind of suspect where I don't want to be to my own horn, but I told you they were going to pull some kind of uh, George, Jason Gordon, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, Dark Knight Rises oh, thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. what? Oh, crap. God, I told you they were going to pull that with that with this. I knew that was coming. Uh, All right. Thank God it wasn't. This is, the, I, I, this thank is God my con, too. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah. Hit it. Uh, thank God it wasn't. <laughs> Face it, Tiger. You just hit the job. No, this this is the most – this is the biggest freaking cop-out, and this is my biggest cop-out. Oh, absolutely. Well, in yeah. that, that I mean, scene, they had a tiger run through right before they said it. They're, the school's mascot was a tiger, and it ran through. Yeah. Right they what? pulled back out. The, yeah. Yeah, the tigers were the mascot. And the, the tiger thing. mascot ran past, and then they kind of panned back to hand her the trophy, and then that's when she said her stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I mean – I, yeah, oh, I, I didn't that see that at all. all. I didn't see that at all. Yeah, yeah. Hell, I was, that was, a, that was a, to pay attention, and I saw that. I I didn't see that either. But I mean, but for, for the low end, God, either do it or don't. Zach, exactly. tilt your camera down. All I see is a picture. I'll, yeah, on YouTube, half your face is obscured by the by the boxes at the bottom. Zach, yeah. Zach wants. I mean, George it's wants to find with me because I can't see you. But <laughs> I mean, other people may may find it. You know. Yeah. Oh, oh so you're, you're not look. You're not looking at me. I see how it is. You're just looking at yourself. You're what, so what, selfish. What makes you think I want to see you? Wow. You're so selfish, Barryman. Anyway, oh, so, you, okay. you don't want to see what else he's got in his closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring out some shoes. Show us some shoes next. I, I like. I forget, like, I forget what little, post- uh, runway for us. I forgot what one of the posters on YouTube who said it, but they said that that robe was Zach's drinking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's when I yeah. that's when I went when I decide I'm going to smoke my pipe and. Uh, yeah. uh, Love it. Hey, hey, let's talk about the clones. Meanwhile, back in the movie. Uh, I, I, I can't even say Mary Jane because it's not. It's Michelle Jones or MJ yeah. or whatever it's, it is. It's, what it's, it's Michelle. Yeah, I know. It's, a, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's totally one of these things where they thought, oh, let's be clever and just set up her thing. No, it's, it's not, not clever. clever. It's also it's gutless, too. If you're going to make exactly what Mary I called Jane, it, Mary, just, I said gutless. Yeah, why, if you're going to make her gut- be Mary Jane, why is make it her be Mary Jane. Why is it gutless? Because, or Mike, because, or well, because here you got a Zendaya person, you know, African-American, they feel like, oh, well, why can't she just be, just go ahead and call her Mary Jane? No, we got to be cute about it and have like this whole like, oh, let's call her Michelle. And it's like, oh, but then we're going to have her have the same initials kind of thing. It's like, you know, no, you just no, go ahead. If you're going to, no, you're going to, what, like what I said about it. I know, but you're being, you, Look, we've already we've already got we've already got in this film. We've got a we got a Ned Leeds who's Gonkly. You've got a uh, Betty Brandt who is basically Gwen Stacy's long lost twin. You've got a um, you've got a Flash Thompson <laughs> who's basically Reggie from the Archie comics, and you've got uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and you've got a that's accurate. And you've got and you've got a Liz Allen who is basically Tomb's daughter. You know, you might as well just go ahead and cast a, a Zendaya as Mary Jane. I mean, because you've already basically tweaked these other characters already, yeah. so. Here's here's but what no, I, they here's try what to have I, it both ways. Go within, go in all the way stupid. or go don't yeah. go. I, I say don't exactly. have it. Yeah. Here's what I likened it to in my review. Yep. Okay? I said mm-hmm. that they want this is a, this is one of these things where you want to have your cake and eat it too. You want to do the thing, but not mm-hmm. do the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want people to say, Oh, hey, they did the thing, but other people to say, Oh no, they didn't do the thing. They they wanted that. And yeah. and, and this is exactly the same thing we saw with Marvel with the with the Fred Van Lanty chameleon rape, non rape. And Marvel's mm-hmm. laughable reaction to that, uh, yeah. You know, this is the same thing to uh, this, like the same reaction to Shed when when they tried to imply that not only did Lizard eat his kid, but he probably raped some gal. 
or but, worse. And then, uh, and then, you know, we had another no, thing. Both times, both times, editorial had to come back and say, "No, you're that's we sure we wanted you to think that, but that's not what happened." That's you know, well, and well, it's, the it's bullshit. It's gutless. Well, the comparable thing is the Joseph Gore Levitt thing, where they basically says, "Oh no, Robin's not going to be in this film," but then, oh, he actually is because his first name is Robin. It's like no, they just you either own up to it or you don't. And right. just, you know, you have, don't take a freaking stand. I mean, it's like have it, you could have the courage of your convictions. If this is the road you want to go. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the courage of your convictions to just do it. Mm-hmm. Because let, let, Let's hear from Spencer and Jr. What do you guys say about MJ or Michelle Jones or whatever? I thought the whole MJ thing was shoehorned in just to be like, hey, we're, we're doing something different here. You like it? It's like, uh, yeah. It kind of—it's like they heard the rumors months ago. Were like, "Oh, is she Mary Jane and stuff?" And then, like mm-hmm. during reshoots, were like, "Hey, maybe the last minute we should like maybe put that in because yeah, Mary Jane we should do that, right?" And it's like, "Yeah, that sounds good." And then we just put it in. And it's like, no, like, so, cast her as Mary Jane or don't do it. At all. And Spencer, well, you're our young perspective, and you didn't even like it. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought it was like Stu. Like, if she was yeah. Mary Jane, I would be fine with it. I'm not that person. It's like, oh, she's she's not white. She's not red. She can't be Mary Jane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's not white, she's not red. What you she's <laughs> she's not red, red, red. Oh, I was about to say what the hell. But no, when, that, when that rumor first came out and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, she's gonna be Mary Jane, and then they try to play and then Marvel Studios and Sony try to play cues like, No, her name is Michelle. Is there I mean and, and Zendaya is like, Oh, well, I would have liked to play Mary I like to play MJ, but my character's name is Michelle. And and that's when you kind of knew like, oh, they're doing something with this. They're doing some. They're trying to go. They're going to do this little mystery box, little you know, you know, cutesy, cutesy crap thing that we gonna that they that that all these screenwriters seem to always do with these characters. Sometimes they are. They did the same thing with Khan. Yeah, I I was thinking. I was thinking of the Khan thing, except the the Khan thing was even more insulting. Yeah, uh, for for various other reasons. uh, which you know, I, I don't want to go off on a Star Trek discussion, but yeah. I, you know, it's like it's not. I, I the reason I don't like the whole MJ thing the way they did is because like she's not Mary Jane Watson, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I mean, <clears throat> but then here's another thing though: we know almost nothing about her character uh, yeah. except as George called her a social justice warrior. Uh, but we oh yeah, she know. was woke as hell, boy. Yeah, well, <laughs> she so was maybe, woke. You know, we'll, you know, I didn't resistance, baby. Uh, yeah, maybe we got this. You know, we got this little thing dropped, and you know, maybe we'll learn more about her in the next film. That's the only saving grace I can think of. Otherwise, it's another incomplete cop out to call. Well, I mean, the mm-hmm. character of Mary Jane. Jane the character of Mary Jane is not a bookworm. She's a party girl. She's not. She, she well, Mary Jane doesn't. Flip, Mary Jane does well, not flip off it. Peter Parker. First off, well, well that's what I, I just basically said. What Ashley? That's what I kind of um, said to describe this. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Ashley. Oh, okay. I was going to say my take on Zendaya's character. I like her a lot. I like the role that she played. Um, I like the cynicism. It was kind of just, um, just kind of a funky character. But as a or eventual love interest, she's actually like she's repugnant, like completely repulsive, like not like in a physical <laughs> way, but like um, just, I'm like she wouldn't work at all. Like she's not that kind of character to be there as a somewhat of a romantic interest. Like, what does she have in common with Peter? Like, I can't ever see him wanting to be with someone so cynical. So I like her there to kind of like, you know, laugh at him and be I'm just like this grunge chick who's kind of like super cynical and like the super grungy, almost like Daria, who's mm-hmm. like there to kind of make her social commentary and be like, oh, you know, F the system. Mm-hmm. 
and stuff like that. I so she's kind of fun like that. Life. But if she's going to be a love interest, I'm like, they, there is a lot of work that needs to go in there. And and so. she had Jack such a Jack shit part and the entire thing like like <laughs> her whole stalker. thing consisted of stalking peter making yes. snarky comments uh giving one word responses here and there, flipping the bird yeah mm-hmm. you yeah, know and by the way brad by the way okay so brad you didn't like her flipping the bird no i'm gonna call bs on that because you loved aunt may saying the f word that's true that's not that's not consistent with no, my opinion not. but i like what i like i don't know um, the so out of character for Brad. The, 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 somebody wrote me wrong. <laughs> but slot. you know, slot wrote me wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can totally see. And George's uh, information just gave me about the mascot being the tiger. I can totally see the sequel giving her a makeover because Zendaya is beautiful. Oh, you know what's coming. Yeah, they really had to go out of their way to make her look frumpy. Exactly. Can't, can't you see her in oh, a God. Thing, face a yeah. tiger because his mascot is a tiger? You hit the jack. Yeah, Everybody, yeah they, they, in terms of fans that have, that have reviewed this movie, this has been universally the biggest con. I don't yeah, think I've seen yeah. anybody that no, has I actually said this is something they liked uh, yeah. because I think everybody that's a longtime Spider-Man fan whether they've seen just the movies or if they're, mm-hmm. if they're a comics fan or whatever, whatever segment you're in, they know that this was the biggest freaking cop out. Yes. In, I mean, here's the thing. Why? Ha- okay. Why not have uh, the girl that played Liz Allen be doing all the promotional stuff? Oh, wait, because she's a Disney, because Zendaya is a Disney princess. Yeah. That's why she's out doing all, all the, all the publicity. And she's a name. I mean, people Liz had a bigger part. Yeah, exactly. Liz, Liz, had, Liz had a bigger part. Than the Disney princess, yes, yes. yeah. Yet they marched Zendaya out for all of the of the marketing stuff. Well, that and that's I mean, the other reason why you comments before the George were were, were like, oh yeah, you know, but the the love interest is Liz Allen. In in this case, they weren't lying. Mm-hmm. The love love interest was Liz Allen, but it, it well, the actress playing Liz Allen said that on Twitter months ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I, I remember, and then in a way, you know, uh, what if what if Michelle is just indeed a totally new character, love interest? Would it be bad for no. Peter Parker? No, she's not a, because she's called MJ. Brad, she's called MJ. Well, she's supposed to be this. Film. She's not. She's she's MJ, but she's that's not. An MJ. Assumption. We, that's an assumption. Uh, anyway, it's would, not yeah. an assumption. Would, would, would you all be opposed to a totally new love interest in the films? I don't want to. Why, why wouldn't yeah. we try to explore something else? We've like, already like, done like Mary Jane. Jane. Yeah. No, no, no. Here, here. Let me let me finish. If they're going to screw up Mary Jane, we've we, we just got done doing Gwen. Yeah, yeah. And Gwen got done to death. Now here's here's the other options. We, we snap. Here's the other options. We we we, we go. Only other option. We go with with we go with continuity, which means it's Betty's turn since Betty was actually actually Betty was the first girl he ever really liked. That's true. And it, it, we have Betty in here, and they made Betty look yeah. like Gwen for crying out loud. Yeah, that's exactly that like a con. Why did they make Betty? Why did they make her look like Gwen? What in the blonde world? hair and oh my god, the headband. By the way, did anybody notice that? this was this was pointed out to me by Josh? Anybody what are you eating? Uh, oatmeal cookie. His pride. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Brad. Did anybody notice uh, who <laughs> Brad? Actually, was doing the news broadcast with, yeah, uh, Jason Anello. 
from Untold Jason Tales. Jason Anello from Untold Tales. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. I thought that was. Well, I thought that was just some random dude. I, I, I thought it was cool I, that she is showing her reporter side, which she eventually becomes. Well, and also the fact that they're not very good reporters either. That they're yeah. just kind of like, yeah. yeah. Have you seen but a the, high um, school production of, a, of like the morning announcements? Yeah, it's terrible. Hey, that's hey, what I mean. Hey, 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 like that. hey <laughs> I do those. <laughs> but that's the other thing about it, in terms of the other characters. I just kind of felt like, I mean, especially, I mean, you know, I mean, I know that they feel authentic, but at the same time, they're very kind of they're too, they're very type. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Ned, like, or I should say Gonk, or not Ned, or whatever, you know, (laughs) that he's more like, you know, like he's saying, like, oh, I'm the guy in the chair and everything. Like, he's supposed to be the annoying best friend that every superhero now has. You know, we just on the annoying with him. We haven't talked about Gonky slash Ned at all. I liked, I liked him. Of course you did. I thought he was very funny. <laughs> no, that, that well, was one of my biggest cons. I didn't like Junkie. Oh, uh, God. I mean, not, not Junkie. <laughs> not a no junkie. very on him. You know, I mean, yeah. I prefer no Ultimate influences. Ultimate sucked, and there's a reason the Ultimate Universe didn't survive, because it sucked. You know, it was inferior <laughs> to the original Marvel continuity. Um, yep. But the, yep. the thing is, but, right. but beyond, half the MCU has well, elements of... Ultimate. It was the sidekick thing. He was his sidekick. Spider-Man yeah. doesn't have a sidekick. You know, that yeah. that's just I mean he could he, he could have a friend. I mean he could have a friend who knows, but the they, they turned him into a sidekick and that just really mm-hmm. really felt wrong. I mean, you know, well, the, it feels right for my into the computer and telling him where right. to go and telling the him where to go. Yeah, Spencer, yeah. did you like well, Gawking or Ned? Did you like uh, him? I thought he was all right. I did have like problems of them basically just making him ganky from like Ultimates. Like, like they call him Ned Leeds. If he literally was just like Ned Leeds, like if he was just a guy who didn't look exactly like Ganky and just have him be there, I'd be fine with that. But it's like, don't literally steal a character who is not even mm-hmm. Peter Parker's friend. But I know why they didn't do Harry. It's like, well, we already did Harry. And if you think about Harry, he's kind of a dick yeah. friend. Well, the other thing, <laughs> yeah. He was. The, the sad thing is Peter Parker doesn't have very many male friends besides Harry. You yeah. know? Like, I know, but, like, Ultimate, like, Dad doesn't like any Ultimate influence, but, like, Harry yeah, but was, like... it's not real. We don't count that. Yeah, well, not, I, it's not real, but well, like, like I was, well, like I was well, saying on the here, chat, let's, let's finish. That, what were you saying? You said yeah. you don't like, yeah. it's like, and like Ultimate's like, um, like, and like I think even like Tony movies, like the only reason that Harry was mainly a friend of Pierce because like Norman was like, oh, I like this kid, and like mm-hmm. he would really go to Harry, like go to Pierce, like Harry, and like I mean, like Pierce, can you do my homework? I didn't finish it. I need help on this, and that was like literally the only reason they hung out. So like, yeah. I keep like giving him a friend. I, I like well, having him as friend too. Well, like I joked on the like on the YouTube chat before we went live, and I think Donovan Grant made the same point. It's like this is probably the best adaptation of Ultimate Spider-Man without Miles Morales in it, <laughs> because <laughs> it really is. I mean, here's the deal: Gonky works with Ultimate with um, with Miles because it's something that's unique and different. But taking and stealing that concept and putting it and putting mm-hmm. Ned Leeds. Who, by the way, is plot device central in the six one six. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. I know he's a Lee Ditko character, but his his role is I'm a plot device. Yeah, yeah. a plot device with an ultimate version of a character that's not even him. Well, so, well, so George, well, 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 I want to see, I see Ned hook up with Betty Brandt. What? Uh, I don't. 
Mike was make Mike make making an important point about some uh, logic. I George was right in his review on this respect that that this is like the same like character as like you see an arrow with with uh, yes with uh, with felicity. Uh, it's the same thing. With, like it's the same thing you see in the Flash where you have like um with Cisco. And you've they, got like you know they've got to have this they got to have the sidekick character that's this quirky guy that basically they, that basically like sits behind the mic and basically guides the hero to do who's their stuff. eyes from above on every exactly you know? now, I, it's, exactly it's, I will say on, yeah in regard to um, vibe on Flash for the first season he was that but he was also kind of the the, the audience and how. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know he's a viewpoint. He's an audience. React. He's an audience surrogate thing. But I'm just saying that it's it's taking it's that type kind of type that got, that um, I can't mean, even say Gong um, that Ned was in this film. That he's too much of that. There, same there's several that character. pronunciations. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube channel. One of them said Ganky is how you spell it. Let's just call him not yeah. Ned. Not not Ned. Not there Ned. you go. Yeah. That's <laughs> easy. Oh, you, you guys joke about that, but wait until we get to the uh, the the comic reviews when I talk about. We had a not Ned. Okay. We had a not Hobie Brown. We had a not, not Mary Jane. Jane. Not Mary Jane. And a no <laughs> Uncle Ben. We had a no uh, Uncle Ben. The uh, another poster on the YouTube uh, chat said that he could have had Randy as a best friend, but that that I think you need the daily yeah. bugle, you need the Daily Bugle for that. You need to. Now, I think well, we can set it up for the next one. No, yeah. You could have necessarily just, just had Randy yeah. Robertson, but if mm. you decided to bring in the bugle at some time, that would have been an organic way to do it. Rather That's true. Than mm-hmm. Show up here. Look, I got the. I'm 15 years old. I took these great pictures. Hire me. You know, mm-hmm. which, yeah. which mm-hmm. would never happen. But 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 yeah. But you know, it would it would satisfy the fact of having a character of another ethnicity. Yeah. And having a care and having a character of the original canon. Uh, yes. who, who legitimately mm-hmm. was a friend of Peter Parker's. Yep. You know, Hell, he lived with him for a while. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I agree so, with that. I mean, trying to sell what, what, Ashley? If they're trying to set up Scorpion, too, we were talking, Jack and I were talking about this, like, are they going to bring in J. Jonah Jameson? And so they could have yeah. been, if they wanted to start setting up the Bugle, then they could have had those two uh, ads yeah. cross and have that happen there. So, you know. But, you know, I, I would love to see Jonah back. I, I just don't. Here's the only way. Recast J.K. Simmons. That's what everyone wants. No, exactly. no I will say this. What I would like to see if they do cast Jonah is is kind of have him be that connective tissue between all uh, between the MCU. So be the actual news anchor guy, like a yeah. Bill O'Reilly type where he's yeah. a pundit, you know, railing against the, the vigilantism that's permeated his city. You know, mm-hmm. I. Um, if Ed Asner wasn't, you know, 922 years old, he'd be a perfect <laughs> choice. Right. Uh, uh, That's a lot of candles. <laughs> <laughs> Methuselah would be jealous. Now, what about the Tony? Isn't it? What, what was the people's opinion about the whole Tony Stark kind of well, yeah, conclusion? We, I know George is room for last. I, I think George loved yeah, Tony Stark being in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this Go is ahead. not Iron Man four. Uh, before we get to, no, before we get to talking what? about, Iron Man, oh, go ahead, Jr. What? Jr. Say before we get to talk about Iron Man, just one of my one of my cons was, I I can appreciate Peter being young and inexperienced, but to me he he still came across too much of a buffoon uh, mm. at, at times. I mean, I would I would like to have seen him think something through. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it just yeah. he came off. I, you know, he came across as just kind of st- stupid sometimes. I mean. Yeah. Uh, I wish they had toned down the the uh, the I'm young, I'm inexperienced, and I don't know what I'm doing. I wish we'd just seen him kind of mature a little bit. 
mm-hmm. act like he knew what he was doing. So I blame yeah, the writing. I blame the directing. Ultimately, that's what was missing from the end of the up as his personal internal conflict that he was inexperienced. He rushed in without thinking. We saw that in the fairy scene. He went out. He wanted to go after the bad guy and get his recognition, but he put people in harm's way by doing yeah. that, not thinking it through. What we what we should have seen in the end is him being like, "Okay, no, I need to think this through. I need to be serious. I need to uh, do this and this so people won't get hurt, and I need to you know take responsibility here." And we didn't see that, and that's you know, one of the things that was missing from the ending. They didn't yeah. resolve that conflict that they brought up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, George. Why did you not like to oh. def- talk about your, on your review, you said this was Iron Man four. Talk I did say this too. was Iron Man four. Yeah, go ahead. I, got, I caught a lot of heat for that. And it, it, did. it was funny it did. Yeah. because in the, uh, in the review, and here's the thing. I caught a lot of heat from people who admitted they didn't even read it. All they saw was me say Iron Man four and when, mm-hmm. and, and one guy, one trolling guy was like, uh, oh, well, I, you, that, that tells me everything I need to know. And I was like, really? Because you say this, and I, I literally address what you just said, but you won't read it because you already know everything you need to know. I'm not wasting time with you then. But I, what I said when I talked about Iron Man 4, I said a lot of people are about to start making excuses for this and claiming it's not Iron Man 4. They're all going to be wrong, and I'm right. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, because oh, Zach, here, no, no, hush, Zach, hush, <laughs> let me finish, because you're, we're All about right. to hear Zach say, he was only in this many scenes, he was only in this many scenes, like a lot of people are saying. Here's the thing, though, when we didn't see Tony, we saw Happy. Who does Happy work for? Yeah. At the end, the villain hits 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 a, a stash of goods being moved from where? Mm-hmm. From Stark Tower. In fact, who even, what was the reason the villain even became a villain in the first place? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the time Peter is using the Stark suit, we have an AI created by Stark in a suit by Stark using new ideas for his webbing, like impact webbing, that's, that the Stark AI comes up with. Oh, hey, you can do this and you can do that. Peter doesn't even get to come up with that. It's the suit. It's the suit in Tony Stark. Even when Tony Stark is not on screen, Tony Stark permeates this goddamn movie. Every second of it. Yeah. And if you can't see that, I can't help you. Because yeah. – and this is the number one thing that stopped me from liking this. Without that, without all the Tony Stark crap, we even got to move a Tony, uh, a Tony Stark subplot. At the, oh, look, Pepper's back. Yay. Oh, my God. Is he going to propose? Will he? Won't he? This is a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> and we're wasting time with that in a Spider-Man film. Mm-hmm. We have no mention of Uncle Ben. Yet here's Tony Stark. I have, to, I have to live up to Tony Stark. I just want to be just like you. I'm nothing without this thing that you made for me. Give me a break. And I, I, this, is, this, was, this was such bullshit. We the, wasted an entire movie on that. What what the, the the what Sony wants is the magic and the bottle that Marvel has. So in order for them to team up and give rights to Spider-Man, we have to share characters. Is there a different character that would have been better in this film, George? No, because he doesn't need a mentor. If you've read this thing, if you've read the Lee Ditko books, he never needed a mentor. Ever. Mm-hmm. He never needed a mentor when he was young, when he was first starting out. Not once. See, so and there's, and so, there's so ways you don't you, mind having another character in there that's mm-hmm. another hero, if, but you no, don't no, want here's, them, them here's, to suck up to him. Here's the thing, Brad. If they had called it Marvel Team Up mm-hmm. or Spider Man Marvel Team Up, and Iron Man's in there as an equal, not as somebody he feels like he has to prove something to or live up to or kiss his boot, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Happy, here's my log for today that no one's reading. Bought a churro, did a backflip. Oh, that, oh my God, that was, that was shameful. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. But no, but if they had just, just done that, if the two had been equals, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have a problem with it. Go ahead. Well, see, here's the thing. I think in the context of the film, <laughs> the whole Tony Stark mentor thing, I mean, and all, I mean, I think, okay, I can see where they're going with it. Where I, like I said, where it went way too far was that was was the lifting of the rubble scene like if this be my destiny thing where here's the tony stark voiceover and i was like no yeah you know you've got you i mean and people say oh i've seen other reviews where they say oh it was perfectly balanced no no no, no. that's the point where it went too far for me was when they did that voiceover thing because it's like no that's not should not be there it should not be he should not tony stark should not be spider-man's reason to basically get out of bed in the morning no i mean that's, i even, mean that's like hey mike no how many times they even talk about the stark internship when, when, when the internship oh, I know. when when he yeah. wasn't on screen he was mm-hmm. in every damn bit of this movie mm-hmm. even when he wasn't on screen yeah. which was like oh, five, like four or five scenes yes but even yeah. then, he permeated everything, like like syrup I, on pancakes. And I totally <laughs> understand your complaint with that. I mean, I per- like I said, personally, I thought, okay, for the most part, I saw where they were going with it. But again, it just it's too prevalent in this. And it's like, I mean, I understand they have to try to do this very this arc involved where he kind of learns independence. Yeah, we all kind of saw where the arc was go- where the narrative arc was going, and everything like this. <laughs> but it just, but at the same time, yeah, I do kind of also see your. I mean, I don't. See, that's not necessarily Iron Man four necessarily, but I totally understand your point too. I do which too. Is like, uh, our, yeah, our friends over at Thwip Studio says, "Damn right, George," on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. yeah. Speaking, may I? Yeah. Here comes the rationalization. Here we come. <laughs> this is All the right. part that proves me proves my review right when I said people will rationalize All this right. and they'll be wrong. All right. go, go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. All right. Question for the group. Uh, who, okay. when did the, uh, this MCU start with who, with who, with the fantastic four. And he, he wanted to no, no, join no. the MC, the, the oh. MCU. Oh, I'm Iron talking Man. about the okay, MCU. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right. So first, first film in this, in this continuity is Iron Man. Okay. Mm. Who has appeared in more movies in the MCU than anybody else? Iron Man. Iron Man. Okay. Is this so, going somewhere? Does this have anything to do with Spider-Man? Or? <laughs> just going through Iron Man's career? That, there's a twist in these. That's coming up to it. Go ahead. All right. So how many movies has Spider-Man been out any other people in it in terms of heroes? Okay. Yeah. Five. Five. Okay. Yeah. So this is the sixth movie, and we're doing something completely different. And he's part of a larger universe where yeah. Peter Parker – uh, apparently, Tom Holland confirmed that Peter Parker uh, had a cameo in Iron Man Two, so that's what. 60, I don't believe yeah, that, was, by the way. I, I think that was I like, okay. Well, I don't believe that for a minute. You don't either, Ashley. Yeah, I don't. I, well, I don't. No, I don't either. Okay, but so if this is in real time, it's been what six, seven, eight years since since uh, Iron Man first came on the scene, and Peter Parker, he's an intelligent kid. He would have somebody that he would look up to, a little bit of hero worship. Mm-hmm. No, he wouldn't. He did in the books. He looked up to his Uncle Ben. Yeah. He looked up to his Uncle Ben. I mean, but he also, Uncle Ben was his hero ben, growing yeah. up, Zach. That's who that was. Yep. Uh, it should be Uncle Ben. Yeah, that's who that was, Zach. Amazing, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man minus one. Did you ever read that one? The 90s. Minus, minus one. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the whole thing. He's reading the comics about Captain Captain America. Yeah, he's reading the comics about yeah. Captain America. Oh, yeah, no, he Captain did like America. Captain America because because Uncle Ben liked Captain America. If this had been an, a Captain America thing, it would have been consistent with canon. <laughs> okay. But so there, so I'm saying that there's not a – of course, Amazing Spider-Man number one where he goes and meets the Fantastic Four in the comics. Yeah. He right. did that not only, to earn, not only to earn money, but he also did that because he admired the Fantastic Bullshit. Four. Bullshit. Right? No, go back right. and read that issue. He went in there for cash, and the minute they said, dude, this job doesn't pay, he was like, "I'll, I, that's it. I'm out, and, the re- and you, you guys are pikers. He didn't go in there. So, oh, these people will respect me. Have you ever have you even read the damn thing? He didn't. He didn't walk in there saying, "Please respect me. Please look at me as a as a co-worker." He said, "Give me a job and pay me money." They said no. He left. I think it's hysterical on the YouTube. That's chat. exactly how that happened. Javi says Stan Lee has had more appearances in Iron Man in the MCU. Oh, okay, <laughs> technically it's Stan Lee. All right, well, well done, Javi. But my, my point is, Jay Zach, is that the backbone of the MCU. Tony Stark. Yeah. Avengers Tower. Stark Tower. Yeah. I mean, that's why he permeated this film. Look, I don't disagree with the notion that Tony Stark had a pretty heavy influence in this film, but he also was in four scenes the entire film. Oh, I just I just answered that. Well, preemptively for you. He's physically in four scenes, but his presence is kind of is it? That's what George's point is that he's kind of his influence is is there. But is his, he covers is, that movie is his like influence. gravy? Is his influence not across the entire MCU though? I mean, yeah. okay. I mean, well, except maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Outside of Guardians, outside of Guardians, which takes you're, place you're in outer tumbling so fast right now, buddy. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, you're like aside from this oh, one no, thing no. that that is exactly like that and doesn't have it, and and this is what we should. No, no, but the rest of the MCU. Has Tony Stark's fingerprints all over it? Captain America, Thor. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, on, I mean Doctor Strange, Ant Man. I mean, the entire MCU, the backbone of it is Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it whoa, or whoa, not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where was he in Doctor Strange? Okay. He oh, when Doctor they mentioned Strange, about was... the about the suit, what the what the guy has the uh, accent. Really, really, Thor was was. More of a presence than Strand, Dr. Strange, <laughs> Iron Man was. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Zach. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Dr. Was Strange not, wasn't was a big turd burger. I mean, I just... <laughs> okay, but he, was he not right, influenced right, across right. all the other films? I mean, you guys... Let's let other people talk about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you guys yeah. go to your corners. Go to your corners. Let's open it up. Any other cons? <laughs> we've, we've, we've hit on Tony Stark to death. If not, I'm going to go to the YouTube channel and ask for their cons that we haven't talked about. Anybody else have anything they want to say? I guess not. All right. What are your cons, YouTube people watching us? Uh, where, where X Wolf? Yes, I have stopped the fighting. <laughs> uh, wasn't Stark Tower shown in Doctor Strange? Uh, cons from 227060. Spider-Man was a bumbling fool who had... Uh, overeager and impressed by everything. Oh man, they're writing fast. Michelle MJ Jones was a con. Stark is a parental figure. The asinine Stark speech wasting uh, the MP trilogy scene. Uh, oh, Master Planner. Got it. And Gonky. Uh, let's see. I have none for cons. A lack of spider sense. We haven't talked about that at all. Mm. Yeah, we did. We've mentioned it. 
You know, I thought he had more spider sense in uh, Civil War, like when something was getting thrown at him. They didn't even reference it. His eyes got bigger, like something's coming, I could tell. I blame that. Again, I blame that on the script, and I blame the director, and I blame Feige. Logan What's up, man? I was going to say, you know, one time when Iron Man was there to save his butt. Mm -hmm. When Iron Man what? There's two times where he did that. Bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it cut, it, no, it cut out. We didn't hear what you said. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't really hear you. Uh, actually, go the ahead. One time, the one time Iron Man wasn't there to save Peter's butt was when Flash came up and slapped it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Other, <laughs> otherwise, he saved Spider-Man twice in his own damn movie. Remember when Spider-Man used to <laughs> in the eighties? Yeah. You know, George. George, one thing you mentioned that uh, Spider-Man, the con, he can't escape his own parachute without Iron Man's help. Yeah, yeah, he can defeat. He can go toe to toe with the living legend of World War II, and he can come up with 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 an improvised plan to bring down Giant Man. But he he can't defeat Tony Stark's parachute. <laughs> this next he one is for, almost killing him. This next one's for Jr. Holy Hamels says the con. I was no closer to knowing who Joey Z was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we never will. We never will. Or or facade. Uh, facade. Let's see. Yeah. Also, Spidey is totally Clover fan ninety eight. Spidey is totally responsible for the bomb going off in the monument. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, totally. Okay. That's. But I mean, he's there to try and stop it. As soon as he figures it out, he's on. Yeah. It's not like it's his fault when he's trying to blame someone else or he's trying to. Well, and also, well, not not Ned was the guy who had in his backpack to begin with. So he's the Mike, one who didn't listen to him on this phone. Michael Reed yeah. says the score in the film was shit. Uh, I liked the opening, the music of the '60s Spider-Man song over the Marvel. Oh, I thought yeah. that was awesome. Dude, that was, that was, that was, that was yeah, I was waiting mm. for it to come. Yeah, I mean, that's been kind of one of the weak points of the MCU, and people have pointed that out when comparing it to DC, that MCU doesn't have any memorable scores, which actually I think they're going to change that for Black Panther, because they actually have a little something interesting going on there. This is another con I just thought of, that god-awful movie poster, where it was cut and paste, with Tony Stark's face on (laughs) three-fourths of the image. That was an awful poster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a joke there, that that whole thing. Well, the marketing Uh, campaign was, was kind of weird. I mean, like, again, they're, like, trying to make it, like, you know, how, again, it was an emphasis on Tony Stark and this thing. That's why I think a lot of people's Thwip, impression. Yeah. The Whip Studio says Spider-Man being afraid of heights. Also, oh, he got that, scared that, by the Prowler. Yeah. That's just, like, I think it's okay in context, I think, in a little bit. For the, <laughs> Hold a sec. It, the, po- the poster being bad did bring the score down like a cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yep. No, it um, works the other way. <laughs> okay, That's him being afraid of heights, you can tell no, that Peter's ahead. not done much outside of Queens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It means him. Like, Except for the, the time he went to Germany and fought in an airport. Ashley was going to say something. Go ahead, <laughs> Ashley. Ashley, go ahead. Yeah, he, he's never been that high up before. And I mean, come on, heights are scary. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He has superpowers doesn't mean he doesn't get vertigo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was, it was believable for me, at least. So. Believable enough. Mm-hmm. Did did uh, any other cons or do do we? Uh, I've got one more topic. I, I, I want to talk for two hours. About I know you did. I could talk. Um, what what uh, any funny 
uh, interactions in the movie theater. I have a couple that I'd like to share. If anybody has some that they'd like to share, we can also read some off of the YouTubers. If they had anything funny happen in the movie theater. Did, did Spider-Man smack a? Did no, Spider-Man I didn't. Smack a? Well, so here, here I'm going to tell mine and, and everybody think of theirs. Oh, wait, Brad, tell your Chick-fil-A uh, penis story. Oh God! <laughs> what an odd request. Uh, we, we were talking about peanut allergies with my six-year-old, and she said "penis" instead of "peanut oh. allergies." And several people turned around in Chick Fil A. That was my peanut. Yeah. That's Brad's Chick Fil A penis story. Uh, Josh on YouTube says he spilled his Coke uh, in the theater. I apologize. That's that's no fun. Um, t- couple things that happened to me when, um, I, I took my six-year-old Ava to see the movie with, uh, my wife and when Ned was busted in the library and he said, Oh, I'm just looking at porn. My oh, daughter, yeah, my daughter looks at me and goes, daddy, what's porn? So I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I don't think that was very cool. <laughs> no. So yeah, that you was- were okay with Aunt May starting to say the F word. But or that Spider Man yeah. screaming, holy shit. Well, I don't think we have any kids going, Daddy, what's Yeah, I mean the other the other one oh what 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 else did she do? Oh, oh, oh. Um when uh when Flash Thompson said penis Parker when he was the DJ, mm-hmm. Ava goes, What what? And yeah, and my wife had to whisper, he said penis, and I'm like, Oh, that that's sad. But alas, I took my six-year-old to a PG-13 movie, so it's my own fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other? Let's remember, see. Wait, remember when PG-13 movies didn't have references to penises? Yeah, yeah. Well, any I mean, of, uh, Zach, Zach, anything interesting happened in the theater with you? That sounds. Uh, bad. <laughs> I, I happen to. Uh, first of all, thank you, Brad. You uh, you helped the brother out. No uh, problem. This film because of Brad, but. Um, I went with my two buddies and uh-huh. we, uh, <laughs> when I, whenever the MJ reveal came up on screen, I literally went, Oh God. Yeah. Sitting next to me kind of was like, what? I'm like, like giving me this, what look. And I'm like, I just shaking my head. And like, I, I did a, I did a literal face palm in a theater. And, uh, there was one girl somewhere like in, in, in the, cause we had a full house in yeah. the crowd that was like, Oh my God. <laughs> for the mj reveal I just like, so the one uh, so the one person in america that actually liked that was in texas michael reed has a funny comment he says uh the trailer of the spider-man movie appeared before the actual movie started <laughs> that's that <laughs> Here's a prayer on the film you're about to see. <laughs> oh, uh, holy, uh, holy Hamill says my dad fell asleep and started snoring next to me in the theater, and I had to poke him awake. Hey, uh, Brad, oh, one God. thing that I actually did yeah. during the film uh, was uh, there were during some of the Tony Stark sequences. <laughs> um, I actually, I actually did, and this is no joke. I actually did start doing this. Oh. Like, go faster. Go. Oh, really? Get through I, this. Let's get back to Peter. Go. Go. I, Ivan says, uh, when the Iron Spider suit showed up, everyone was oohs and ahs and claps. When Peter rejected the suit, I was the only one in the crowd that yelled, hell yeah. <laughs> That's funny. What about uh, what about the, uh, 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 Spencer and uh, and Jack? Maybe they have something to add. Oh, Jack. Jack, what's your grade on the film, by the way? What do you think, man? 
Oh, um, I I'd agree with Ashley at the the A minus. I like a good bit of it for the most yeah. part. I think Peter's characterization was was pretty decent. I do miss that. Um, I've yet to see a film actually get his cockiness while on the mask correct. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be a hot shot whiz kid under the mask, and then when he's not, he's this socially awkward nerd. Yeah, there wasn't much difference between Peter and Spider-Man. One, one, yeah, I agree. They're yeah. both geeks under the mask. One's supposed to be cool, one's supposed to be geeky. I, yeah, that's I, true. Will say, I will say this. There was a bit of a confidence builder whenever he um, fought the, the robbers in the very beginning. Uh, that we yeah, saw a lot there was of confidence there. Spencer, what about you? Yeah, Spencer, what's your... When he's trying to be confident. What was that, Spencer? Yeah, you broke up. That was Jack. What were you saying, Jack? Jack? Oh. Oh yeah. It's it, also what bothered me about that. Yeah, he sounded his words were more confident, but he sounded the same. His voice was still all cracky. I wish that he had leveled out a bit there more. Like maybe, got, like maybe got through puberty. <laughs> there, let's go to Spencer. Yeah, what what were you going to say, Spencer? Uh, I was going to say like my theory experience. Um, something like something actually happened because in Medina, nothing ever happens. But. Um, uh, like we go, like we're in the movie theater, and like gang our like snacks and everything. And there's like this little kid who's like dressed. He's like six or seven years old. He's in a Spider-Man costume. He's like really excited, and like like talking and running around. And then there's like these two guys who come in and like actually like really good like cosplay Spider-Man outfits. Like one's like an amazing Spider-Man two. Oh, nice! And the other's like in the homecoming like homemade outfit. And like the kids like really excited thing. It's actually Spider-Man and stuff. And like they have. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad. Did, did, did JR wear his green goblin mask? Yeah, JR, what'd you wear? <laughs> what are you wearing, JR? <laughs> I, I try I tried to wear a Spider-Man button-down shirt, but none of my family wanted me to wear it. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Now, now Spencer, now Spencer, why can't you just just, you know, let the old man have his eccentricities and be like, I don't know this guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just do like every other. Just do like every. Your, your dad's you know? not supposed to be cool, is what I guess is. is... Spencer, Spencer, let me let me tell you this. He's your father, and you have to respect him. Even if, even if he wants to do something completely stupid with fashion, like wear a, a sweater hoodie with the hood pulled up in Texas, in, the, in Texas during the middle of summer in July. Even, yeah. even if it's yeah. Oh, oh Jr.'s holding up the shirt. Oh, that's this Ramos. Is the shirt on. I wanted to wear. Okay. This is oh, that's nice. Oh, that's, cool. Yeah, that's actually kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, look at this. Look at this. I mean, you know, this is style. Oh, my. It's a fashion oh, oh. statement now. Oh. There we go. Whoa. We go. JR oh, looking like a pimp. I look cool. It goes with the it goes with the red very well too. Actually, <laughs> you should this wear is, that during the whole show, Jr. I feel like I'm watching that dollar ninety eight beauty contest from back in the day. <laughs> the dollar ninety eight. Oh, here I want to re- I want to read some other I want to read some other comments. Uh, let's see. Uh, comic book guy said someone said this movie sucks and walked out of the theater. That was me. Did you? <laughs> you saw me. That's who that was. Uh, uh, Hornacek wants to know if Zach went to the bar after the movie, like he did at ASM two. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I didn't have a, 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 a date this time. I was with my two buddies, so I, I obviously oh. didn't didn't do the uh, alcoholic beverages the way uh, ASM two really forced me to. I remember George's reaction when I said it's. A, he's like, "You went drinking afterward, but it was a B minus." And I'm like, uh, yeah. Ebony Leopard says his brother left 
his wallet at the end and he found it at the midnight showing <laughs> later. <laughs> oh. uh, let's see. Y'all will get a kick out of this. So I'm yeah. up, you know, I'm up, but I don't know if I explained this to, no, I said it at the beginning, but you know, I'm in Corfu, New York, which is about 700 miles away from where I live down in Georgia. And I have found a fellow snorter. So oh. during funny parts in the movie. <laughs> There's someone down there snorting with me. So I was like, sisterhood. <laughs> what, what, what was the snorting instant? What made you snort in the film? Oh, I can't remember. I don't I don't keep track of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Real quick, uh, Lee uh, Hyman Barger says, what did you guys think about Donald Glover in the character reveal? Where he mentioned Miles Morales. I wish he was Hobie. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it needed to be. It should have been Hobie. It would yeah. have been that, yeah. I did like the scene though with the whole like he's trying to do the Batman voice with the interrogation mode. Yeah, that scene was cool, and and yeah. Glover's cool. I thought he did a great yeah. job, but mm-hmm. too, too bad Glover can't play. I don't know Miles. Oh wait, he's Speak, like thirty five. Speaking well, he's of Miles's uncle, speaking of he's actually in the speaking film. of music, we didn't mention, yeah. I, and I thought this was really cool right at the beginning. You know, before it all fell to, to crap. Uh, <laughs> Was uh, yeah. was at the beginning during you know the music when the music was coming up they actually had the the sixty six or the the I said that we had the sixty yeah. oh did yeah. you okay I must have missed it yeah, yeah, the, I, I thought that was like super cool I was like oh, well, was, that was epic well, yeah, well I was the rest was, of the movie I, happened well I was always I, cool I like the fact that it said the film a film by Peter Parker that kind of that kind of well, was fun. yeah that whole opening thing with the with the found footage thing I thought that was kind of neat but what I kind of appreciate what kind of got a little bit of a kick out of me was okay first you see the Sony like Columbia logo and then we see that whole prologue involving uh, Adrian Toomes and the Vulture and stuff like that thing and then it cuts to the Marvel logo and where you play that Spider-Man theme and you see Spider-Man enlisted in one like what they're showing all the different characters and she's like and in a way, it's almost the sense like, how long have we kind of been waiting to see something like that? Yeah, as it's, like that, that Spider Man's affiliated with Marvel. Yeah, I, with the Marvel Studios logo like that. That would have been. That was kind of. It's like the, Holy Hamill says they retconned the holy shit in Peter's home movie when Ant Man became Giant Man. Did they? Did they? I don't they know. They kind of did. Yeah, sort of. They did. Yeah. Wait a minute, a JR bit, yeah. is doing a wardrobe change. What am I seeing? He's wearing, he looks like Zach. He's got a hoodie on. <laughs> and he's embarrassing to bearing his oh, son some more. Spencer's embarrassed. <laughs> actually, that, that's, that's actually a kind of badass hoodie. I'm not going. Oh, that's, oh. <laughs> it zips up the face. Oh, my gosh. They they have a uh, wow. they have a scroll and spider one the, for the the cane version of that somebody tried to try to say wow. that's people idea. people pay top dollar for this kind of action in Malaysia oh <laughs> I I think it's time to wrap it up gang what you want to do some final thoughts uh, any final thoughts gang Zach go ahead first off uh, you know despite my little. Uh, uh, being upset with George over the fact that it was uh, him calling it Iron Man four I enjoyed the film but. Uh, I enjoyed the film, and, and by the way, Jr., do you notice what issue that is behind my head? One hundred fifty-three. Yep, your favorite issue. That's one of them. That's one of your that favorite. Was released issues. the I year I was born. Yeah. I actually bought that as soon as I saw it and thought of you. So that's, <laughs> that's my final final thought. It's nice to know. Nice to know, Zach, that I'm in. I'm in your thoughts. Enigma says, "Look, Spencer, this is your future." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did Spencer have a good time though? That's the question. Co- comic yeah. book guy says, "Holy shit, Jr. looks badass." They just got to the video where you put on the outfit. <laughs> 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 yeah, Spencer. Did you have a good time? 
Oh no, yeah, I did. It was, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We've never. I don't think we really went below fifty people watching at one point. This is one of the most viewed we've done in the three or four we've done. Uh, here. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Mike, um, what's your final thoughts, sir? Okay, well, I have having watched all five Spider-Man movies before this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that it's not as comparable as the first two Raimi films, but it's miles better than the last three we've gotten. And I don't, I mean, I know this film has been gotten, get some rave reviews. I think it's a good film. I just don't think it's quite, you know, you know, comparable, like, like it's worth like 92% for, on Rotten Tomatoes for, or anything. I don't think me, it's that high. For me, it ranks like the third best Spider-Man film. I go two, one. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I would. I think that's a. I think that's a fair, fair assumption. But yeah, again, like I said, it's it's at least it's a it's for surprisingly for the fact that it had six different screenwriters on this thing that we actually got a coherent story out of it. That was like yeah. that was the thing that stunned me the most because I thought Too it was bad it wasn't good. a Spider Man story. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, oh. I know. Yeah, uh, George, final thoughts. I, I think I've said all there needs to be. <laughs> yeah. You're dro- you're dropping the mic. Yeah. Uh, Jr. Final thoughts. I'm still conflicted. I, I really don't know whether my problems with the movie were problems with you know, the movie per- itself, or just because it was different than what I wanted to see or what I'm used to, and uh, I still haven't figured that out yet. You know, mm-hmm. I just yeah. uh, you know maybe I'm getting too old for this. No, you're not. Spencer, what's your final thoughts on the movie? Um, like ranking, it would be like Spider-Man 2 and uh, Spider-Man 1 and Homecoming, like neck and neck, like mm-hmm. right there. And like, I'm really hoping, like theory going around, that like when Tony's selling Avengers Tower, people are saying, oh, well, maybe Avengers Tower can become Oscorp and like get that building in there and stuff. Oh. Like, yeah. I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. yeah, that's something that some people are thinking, hoping kind of happens, actually, that that's or, the company Or even bought. better, what if it becomes the Baxter building? Oh, boy. Well, right uh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> yeah. Here, let's get final thoughts from Ashley and Jack. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So the ranking for me, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm <laughs> looking forward to rewatching this movie and just, I don't know, I'm uh, just looking forward to seeing it again and again for, you know, whenever I rewatch it. Um, I won't see it again in theaters, but I'm looking forward to having it and just putting it on later. It it's Blu-ray just a too. fun movie to watch. It's um, while it's not quite the Spider-Man we, um, you know, we've grown to love. I think it's um, interesting. I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching them build this new canon into the uh, the mm. MCU and how it's going to work and interlock with that universe. Yeah, Jack, what's your final thoughts? <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm probably going to get a lot of garbage for this, but the way that I enjoy Spider-Man the most is the way that he moves and the way that he fights and acts. I came in during the McFarlane years, so Mm -hmm. that iconic feel and the way the webbing is. So honestly, I put this, it is a close tie, maybe just under two, Mm -hmm. and then one after that, and... That's where mm. I put it because this is how he, <laughs> he moves the way Spider-Man should move. And mm-hmm. honestly, the Raimi films were good, but he he still has a little bit of that stiffness where people weren't able to really use the effects to their fullest. Yeah. Well, yeah, real, number real quick, K- K- still, K-O-W- still kind of get the feet kind of thing, trying to get them. K-O-W-A says, George, I know Spider-Man 2 is your favorite. What did you give the other movies a letter grade? 
Uh, well, I wasn't writing for Crawl Space uh, during that time. I, I've never really reviewed um, the other one, three. One, I didn't. I didn't see the first Mark Webb film in the theater because it. it <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> but uh, I gave the last one. I gave Amazing Spider-Man Two. I gave it a C plus, which is funny because I said this one was only marginally better, and I gave it a C minus. Mm. Um. And it was funny. I took a lot of heat for the things I said about Amazing Spider-Man 2. And since then, Mm -hmm. I've been proven correct on a lot of that. Not only by just, you know, the universe, but by Amy Pascal's own attorney emails. (laughs) (laughs) Emails at Sony where she listed all the reasons ASM2 sucked. And it was pretty much what I had said. Well, well, George, I'm not sure I you should. Said you should a lot of the same things too. Yeah, I, I'm no, not sure you should sit you since I, Amy Pascal is, as a solid authority there. No, we'll get to that, that on the next. <laughs> yeah, we we'll get to that. But, um, no, no, I, no. I, I, mean, I, I would I give I would give Spider-Man two probably an A plus. To me, it's the strongest Spider-Man film. And 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 I've said this before, and this is correct. We're <laughs> never we're never going yeah. to get another Spider-Man film as good as Spider-Man two. I have to hold we're on to the that we will. We're go- we're gonna we're never gonna get another film that's that that's yeah. as close to what Peter should be that gets the characters right um, that just has that kind of depth. Keaton is the best villain we've seen since uh, since Alfred Molina's Otto. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but we we'll, we'll, we're never gonna see another Spider-Man two. That's just not gonna happen. You I'm would have still, to bring in entirely different people for it. I'm still crossing my fingers for some smart aleck out there to basically splice all these movies together. And to try to make it some kind of a coherent, like epic Spider-Man movie, and somehow make it all make sense. Somehow, everybody else did. Sure, and, sure. Go ahead, Zach. Real quick, this will be the final thought. Uh, uh, thought is, uh, I would put Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man One, Homecoming, uh, real close to Spider-Man One, but uh, and then the ASM. Just, uh, did no, no. I didn't understand any of that? Did did so. Jr. and Spencer give their listings of where they? Yeah, no. they did. Jr. did, did you? No, JR Spencer gave his listing. Yeah. Um, well, let's hear let's hear Jr.'s. Where's your, what's your list of best Spider-Man's to worst? Well, I, I, I obviously the my favorite is the first one, obviously for the villain, uh, yeah. but also because it just feels closer to a comic book movie, a classic mm-hmm. comic book movie that I was expecting. I, I thought Spider-Man 2 dragged. I mean, I thought the middle part just kind of sucked. What? What? Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus, but I just kind of thought the middle part, we went too long without seeing Spider-Man. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know where to put Homecoming. I'm just thoroughly confused. It's obviously better than Amazing Spider-Man 2. Is it uh, better than The Lizard? Uh, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I can hit a rock. I can throw a rock out my window and hit something that was better than Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I I just don't know where to place this movie. To be honest, do you like it better than three? Uh, I think Ooh. I think three could have been a good movie with some re-editing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, three three needed another pass through the 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 editing room. Uh, I know emo Peter. Yeah, I know emo yeah. Peter. Cut out. I, I don't know. It, it, this one, of the, I, I wasn't really anxious to see this movie again, to be honest. But after our discussion, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll have to take another look at it just to mm-hmm. you know, try to look at it on, on some other merits rather than just what well, I. Because I went in saying I'm going to hate this thing, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't hate it, but I still didn't like it that much. And, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's a wrap on this one. Uh, thank you, YouTubers, for watching us. So, uh, that's a lot of people that watched us on this episode. Mm-hmm. 